the night that he had walked through the door, the door was busted in and it beat me again. And I um, said, but I'm not leaving. You have to send an angel. I'm not going. I'm not going. And I'm, I'm going to fix it where he can't get some kind of way. Maybe he won't get in. I don't know. But I looked through, I looked through the window. I went and sit in the window, uh, looked out the window, and I said, you know, if he's, if he's hurting me like this, the babies are next. He'll kill them. You know, a person out of their mind, if they're going to kill you, they're going to kill everybody. Everybody's got to go. So I really wanted God to do something miraculous. Um, my brother-in-law, which was not spiritual at all. You know how people are spiritual. They can get sense something or, you know, the spiritual person, they come and say, God said, well, this brother-in-law was not spiritual. He wasn't spiritual at all. And he came around one or two o'clock in the morning. And um, their father had left. He had been gone for hours. He came. The door was open because it had been busted in. He said, I was led to come. And I'm to come and get you. And my brother came with him. Which which was really wasn't was a, a person that wouldn't wouldn't hear from God either at the time. He's a bishop now, but at that time he wouldn't hear nothing. They came and they they says you you are to get your things and you're not coming back. This is what he said, this is what I heard. He says, and I know God, I didn't have a phone at the time. He says, I know I heard it. He says, and I'm to take you with me and you're going to live with us. He says, until God, I don't know what you're going to do, but you're not coming back here. He said, get all your things, all your baby's things, as much as you can get, because you're not coming back. I knew it was, it was something about the way he said it. I knew he didn't, couldn't hear, you know, he wasn't the kind of person that could hear from God, but for him to come, I've been beaten almost to death. Mm. The door is open. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I've been praying and believing God. What do I do next? I just felt it was God. And I did. I went with him that night and I never looked back. I never looked back. God fixed well, it. Thank God. Thank God that you thank God that you did that. There's so so many women that can't get to that point. Right. And if they do, they stay I mean, it seems like they stay out of necessity or fear or whatever. I mean, just tons of women that just stay and just continue. And, and and many of them lose their lives staying. That's true. But you know, I would have, um, I would dream. I, I would dream of a, of a life that was different. I dreamed that I had this beautiful house. I dreamed that I had this limousine. I dreamed that I had a Rolls Royce. I dreamed that this man and I sit in the back of it and we would ride down the street and there was trees and grass beautiful you know i was always living from place to place back home to my mother at one of the people that was at the church i was always somewhere else or lost my house or lost my apartment or the, the one of them uh, one time uh, our apartment actually was an electrical fire 
God fixed it where we were. I was, I left, and it wasn't long. That house blew up, the electrical fire, and it was like a miracle for me. So I'd lost so many things and so many times, but I would have visions, and I would have dreams, and I would see this man that was coming. So right when I was in trouble, they almost killed me. I saw myself in a different way. I, I was on ADC getting $114 every two weeks. But I saw myself in a in a beautiful home and with these children and all these children. I was like, oh, I don't want that many children. That's a whole lot of <laughs> <laughs> I would see the children. I would see this beautiful house. And I would see these cars. And I'd see a life with this man that was so nice and so kind. And he was a preacher. This man that I would have a vision of or dream. I saw this preacher that was awesome. He was a man of God and he was great. And I'm telling you over and over and over. I would even see the area that he and I would be in. And I'm telling you, I was, because I wasn't, I'm, I'm telling you, even though I was married to him, you know, some people are um, living and they might be living like this. Because I want to I mention this. If, you're, if they're not there, then what kind of marriage is it? If they come by to see you, or visit, <laughs> and they stay a couple of weeks, and then they're gone a month, some, yeah, some women just that? for the sake of having a man, saying that they have a man. That's what it appears to me, right? And I would do that out of faith and because of what we were taught. The church said, you can't leave. You know, it's going to get better. Yeah, back in the, you, didn't, you didn't divorce back in the day. Oh, no way. There was no going to be I was told that you didn't divorce. That was not of God. And that was scriptorial. They show you in the scripture. And so my pastor wasn't going to allow me to, even though I had gone and I was out. Of, uh, you weren't going to divorce. But one day, I heard clearly that I'm going to free you. I heard God say that. I'm going to free you. I, was like, I don't know how. I said, oh, he's going to get killed. <laughs> I'm thinking in my mind, oh, what else am I think? He's going to die. That's the only way they were going to let you out. In my mind, something's going to happen to him. And it's going to be a big old celebration, and I'm going to be free. That's what I'm thinking. Because surely they're not going to let you. I'm a minister in that church, and they're not going to let me be free and be okay to stand before the people. I just knew something was going to happen. Nothing would happen. But one day he came to the church after I'd been gone. It was months, almost a year. And he brought a woman with him. Said that this was his wife. And he said, I brought her so she could see my wonderful church where all of these wonderful people are. He said that openly. And my pastor recognized this is a sick person. <laughs> I guess he realized it was, there's no way in the world this is going to be a life for her. And he just simply said, you know, if anybody's free, you are. And I was able to move on. But 
heard God say, I'm going to free you. I know that everybody is not as spiritual because that's a little, that's almost a little over the top. Uh, who hears a voice? Um, I recognized I was different. I recognized I was always fasting. I was always praying. I spent most of my time because if you didn't, if you didn't, you were going to live through this. So a lot of my time was spent at the church. He was always gone. So you could be at the church. I'd be in prayer. I was fasting often, often in, in the presence of God. So I could hear clear. So I don't put that. I don't want to make people have false hope or that they're going to hear a voice. Yay, the voice. God said this or that. Because they don't all, that doesn't happen all, always. You would have to get, you Yeah, but you know us. what, you got, you got the anointing, all that fasting and praying, that's what, that's, that's real. That's, that's how you got your anointing. Yeah. That's how you got the relationship where you can hear from God. A lot of people don't want to make that sacrifice. That's a sacrifice. Yeah, it was a sacrifice. It was often. I, I, I I get 30 days. I would do a a fast 21 days often. Seven days was nothing. 21 days was like, just okay. That's what I'm doing. I'm not eating for 21 days. I'm just going to drink water. I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat seven days. I'm not going to always in prayer. So I could hear so clear what was next. So I encourage people. That's That's awesome. That's awesome. So you got you got out of the marriage, and how did you meet Bishop? Because Bishop is he is such a great man. Um, I'm so glad that I I got to to personally know the both of you, and you're so blessed, and he's so blessed to have you. How did you meet him? Well, I told you I would see this man and have visions of him. Yeah. And so um, he came to my uh, pastor's wake came to my pastor's wedding because he knew them. I didn't know him, but he knew them as a church. He came to it. And I was the spokesman for a group at our church uh, uh, that we would travel and do things. My brother and some of us, uh, we had a group and I would get up and before um, Dr. King, before the singing, I would be speaking. So I was the person of, lift your hands, you know, <laughs> fiery, the fiery young woman. And he came to that. He came to the wake. And a few days later, maybe it wasn't long, he called someone that was a member of, of our church and asked about me. Um, did we lose you? We're okay. Dr. King, are we still here? Okay, there you are. All is well? I can't, I, I lost the volume. Hold on okay. a minute. I can see you (laughs) really well. 
And oh, I was, he was the man I saw. I saw this man singing and preaching and carrying on just like him, and he looked like him. I was like, "It's my husband." So I must have spoke ten minutes that night. I wouldn't sit down. He got up, <laughs> he got up behind me and finished. I went over, my brother was playing the organ. My brother is, you know, Bishop Laster. I don't know if you know Bishop Laster. He's a phenomenal man of God. He's um, over the glorious church of God in Christ. Um, That's the one that Sharon, Pastor Sharon knows, right? Remember when we came to your church and she said she used to go to your brother's church? Is that the oh, one? Yes. yes, very possible. Because he's on the, uh, in Detroit, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, well then, because I have another brother that pastors in Alabama. Well, that was him. Yeah, in That's Detroit. Him. Yeah, in Detroit. And so he was playing the organ, and he sings, and he was over there playing the organ for him and, you know, backing him. And he said, looked, and I, I went over and stood by my, my brother and was singing behind uh, uh, my husband. At, at the time, it was just my person I I knew he was my husband, though. And he says, and I was extremely skinny. Very, very. <laughs> Extreme. Very skinny. Extremely skinny. Not just skinny. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> half the size I am. I'm 130 now. So. Oh, oh wow. wow. And, and he looked over and says, and he says, the Lord says, you know, that's your wife. He says, oh, no. And he carried, he says, went on. He says, he says, you know, that's your wife. So, um, we, I did three nights for him. And I don't know, he called me one day, maybe a couple of weeks after I did the revival. And I said, oh, it's you. And he said, when I said that, he knew that I was interested. I didn't act like I was interested. I just as old as you. Hey. <laughs> He's been calling me ever since. That's just it. <laughs> and it's over well, almost 46 do, years. You two are a very beautiful couple. Something that, you know, every woman should aspire. But like you say, it it wasn't just like he just dropped in your lap. You you made sacrifices for to get him. And and I want you to talk a little bit about that because everybody wants now instant. Where's my Boaz? Or they want you know him to just fall out the sky or something. Um, I have a book, a prayer book, and one of the prayers in the book, I think I might have mentioned it to you before, is the anointing to draw the right mate. I believe that there is an anointing for that. The, the anointing draws, but the anointing drives. You, ha you have to have the anointing to draw the right one because what are we, what good is it if you just meeting somebody, getting involved, and then next, meeting somebody, then getting involved, then next, meeting somebody, then getting involved, then next, Oh, next, I'll try this one. Well, he's nice. Well, he's handsome. Well, she's pretty. Well, she's financially stable. I believe, and, 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 and that's because, you know, 
I'm probably a little bit over the top when it comes to being spiritual. I really believe what I say, that there is an anointing to draw the right link. I believe I can teach it. I believe I can teach you what to do, how to be. Wow. I really do. I believe that there is a certain manner. It's not seduction. It can't be because that won't last. Because if you seduce somebody and you you walk a certain way and look a, act a certain way and have seduced them, that that's only flesh. That's the lust of the eye. The lust of the flesh. It won't last. But we might, we might need to have you. We might need to have you do that class for real, because there's so many women out here that are just, you know. <sighs> You you already know they they want a man so bad and they end up settling for the wrong man mm-hmm. and and ended up miserable right. because you, you know you just settled just so you could say you have a man. I did. I think that my I first, did it too. Yeah, my first encounter in marriage was I wanted him. He was handsome. He favored Dietrich. This is the spit image. Dietrich, he was handsome, and he was, you know, so you can imagine he was much younger than than Dietrich is. He was like Dietrich is as a young when he first started his his career, and so uh, and you could see he was our choir director. Every all the girls liked him. And yeah, look, he had it going on. <laughs> I told the Lord, give him to me, don't give him to her. <laughs> I want him. And I feel like I, because I was on the floor and knew how to call on the name of the Lord. I believe I called it in. And I, and I knew I shouldn't have. I knew better. But it was something, it was just somebody I wanted. I wanted was it? I, I knew better. I knew it wasn't something for me. I, it was I, that I, I could fix it. I could fix it. Oh, girl, now that's, a, that's <laughs> one of the biggest mistakes we make, don't we? Yeah, I can fix them. I, I can fix better because I'm anointed. <laughs> the women who are anointed think they can fix them. I thought I could fix mine too. That, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a huge mistake. That's a big one. That's one of the biggest mistakes. That you think you can make somebody different. You you can you 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 can't make anybody different. God deals in hearts, and if the heart is not transformed. And if the person hasn't been trained to respect a woman or know, you, you, you almost need to look at um, backgrounds, uh, family backgrounds. Oh, yes. Black, yes, girl. If I knew if I knew then what I knew now, honey, I'd have done a background check. I'd have done a, 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 a DNA check. bank account and all of that. Yeah. It, yeah. We didn't, we didn't know, but please, I'm serious. I, nowadays, you got to do a blood test, a background check. You got to have all that now. That's true. But you wouldn't dare want to be without your daughter, right? Say without that your child. You wouldn't dare want to not have your child. That you're, 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 you want that child that you had. Oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not, oh no, I have no regret 
as far as my children, but I'm saying hindsight 2020 now, <laughs> if God sent me somebody, we gotta do some checking. I'm serious. We, and this in this day and time, you can't come to me talking about you ain't got no bank account. I am 64 years old, established. I am not getting ready to take care of any grown man. And I hope any man that's listening knows that is not going to be my story. You better come and have have it together. You ain't got to be rich. But uh-uh. Nope. I'm not doing that. I'm too old. I, I put a lot of time. And and you you know me, Dr. Haddon. I'm a hard worker. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I take care of business. I'm not I'm not dealing with no broke down man uh with bad credit. That was what we call them even... dodos. What we call them dodo. I ain't dealing with no dodo. Never. No, no, ma'am. Mm -mm. Oh, Not going to be able to do that. No, no. And I wish all women would, would feel the same, that you don't have to. You know, so many women bring those kind of men in their houses with their children, over yes. their children, and make so many huge mistakes. He's sitting around at the house and she's going to work. And she had that's right. Sitting out watching TV, girl. Yeah, it's so sad. It, it's sad. And what kind of example are you setting for your children? Yeah, that's, she'll she'll because, do the same. She'll have the same kind of man. Want a man? Any man gotta have a man. Want a man? Any man gotta have a man. That's horrible, horrible. So, yes, we should have classes. Yes, there should be questions. Yes let's mentor some some young women so that they won't make the mistakes we've made we can do that on zoom now i'm gonna tell y'all that's not gonna be no free class i'm just telling you right now because dr Haddon, <laughs> dr Haddon is very no i'm just being honest it's very much sought after you're gonna have to pay some kind of registration fee and she's not giving away all this knowledge i'm just putting it out there dr Haddon. She ain't giving away this knowledge for free. You're going to have to pay something. Anything worth having is worth investing in. Am I telling the truth? Oh, yes. And I believe that we can transform the minds of young women before they're there. I'd love to do that. And then I'd like to deal with women that are hurting, wounded from situations and relationships. I'd like to deal with, with those that are cold and have decided to never have another relationship i like to deal there's so many things that we can can do to help push people and for you to reach above your pain your cut place your situations we can work with this and and and, and take you to uh, you know i was I, I i i use one of the sayings and when i when i find beautiful sayings i send them to people all over the country one of them i found the other day that said coffee was black and bitter until it met sugar and when it met sugar it was so much better but then when it met cream it was a real deal i know that's right you i'm looking at this i'm looking at the typing somebody said god given wisdom is free and that may very well be but dr had timing free See, you, you got you got it twisted. Whoever it is like that, 
Her time is yes. valuable. If you knew how thought after she was, you wouldn't have even typed that. And I'm not, I'm not reprimanding, but I'm telling you the truth. I know her and we're friends. Sometimes I can't even get her. <laughs> it's the truth. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to ha ask her to do a class for free. I'm just not, um, that she has put into getting this anointing, uh, you know, it's worth, it's worth paying for.